My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. <laughs> Brains flooding off in so many different directions that no one has the answers to. My dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. Things upset me. What's the furthest star? And then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star? And then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? Questions that no one has the answers to. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast. Almost did it again, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) This is Monster of the Cast. sorry uh this, okay. is, this is days of future you keep cast. apologizing like i'm gonna be mad about it and i i yeah just for listeners it's not like i like yell at jeremy for stuff like that he doesn't he doesn't yell, I just dock his he pay. just tells me in very quiet yeah. terms how disappointed yeah. he is <laughs> yeah. yeah i just i just write a letter it has to be in writing or it doesn't count fucking goddamn so. idiot i can't believe you ruined this yeah. podcast that way he asmr he, he asmrs me <laughs> it's what he does yeah i asmr you a note I, I fly out to Louisiana on a jump jet and I leave uh, post-it notes around your computer. Oh God. I just, with the name uh, of the show. Please get COVID tested before you do that. That's all I'm asking. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I get COVID tested to make sure I have COVID. <laughs> oh, and then I, <laughs> good, good, good. then I, I do it. Yeah. So, mm. oh man. Um, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're talking about good omens part two. Yes. Aesthetics, mm-hmm. uh, part two. Um, with a really trippy, uh, Mr. Sensitive versus the anarchist blurry cover. Yeah. I like this a whole lot. There's all kinds of weird shit happening mm-hmm. in the background. It seems like where like, he's like flipping around and went random poses. Like this is just, this is good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, how, you know, Mike Allred doesn't often show motion. And when he does, this is how he does it. Um, and we, um, we pick up where we kind of left off, which is the O force, which is this new, uh, rival team of superheroes having gone on their first real mission, which was to rescue a bunch of uh, B-list actors and actresses from some terrorist. Um, and of course it was a success because everything, everybody was pay- paid to be there. Um, but O-Force maybe didn't realize they weren't supposed to murder everybody there. And the dialogue is that that's their <laughs> fault for being schmucks. I don't think we use schmucks yeah. enough in 2020, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, I love that they're rescuing uh, Burt Reynolds, Eddie Murphy, and uh, Woody Allen. Yeah. Uh, here in the background there's another celebrity cameo that happens later in this issue that's just great uh the name of this issue is how the superhero business works um and uh the person watching this kind of doing this commentary is solomon o'sullivan yeah you know um i love he's got the spinner rack full of x-force comics extremely good dude (laughs) um that's incredibly good i've always wanted one of those hey kids comics yeah uh, spinner racks i have a lot of good memories of buying comics off that rack so yeah Um, um you know, they're, they're all, they got the second mission. They've done their first mission to success and they're getting tons of offers. He's turning them down until the right one comes along. Uh, and then it finally does. Yep. And he meets, um, a, he meets a contact, a cop who sets him up with like a, with a, with a new, um, with a new mission, which is what we know to be Arnie, who has kind of taken over this town. Um, after he explains what, what is happening, which is like this mutant kid is, you know, controlling this entire town. We switch over there and we see that Arnie is um, taking out his vengeance on his music teacher by um, twisting the music teacher's hands up into like weird polygonal shapes. Um, when Yeah. Like weird Pablo Picasso. Yeah. Like Cubism, you know, Cubism's his hands. And his mom rushes uh, over and is like, Hey, you've already 
you know, you've already manipulated his inner ear and his vocal cords, so he's tone deaf and he can't sing. Like, you don't have to take away his 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 music either. And he's like, you know, you need to dial this down. And like, I'm not a kid. Like, you you know, we we can you you know, I I, I uh, understand what you're saying, but you know, I'm in control here, basically. Yeah. Now, try not to interfere so much, mom. Yeah. Um, you know, and he does it threatening her, like, you know, you weren't exactly a personal perfect mummer mother. Sometimes I'd see you and you're wishing I was normal. Um, and, uh, you know, the teacher said, like, he says, meet me in my office tomorrow and we can discuss your recent behavior, uh, to the teacher. So he's, uh, like an absolute terror. He's just walking through town. There's a part where he's like, good afternoon, Mr. Clancy to a guy who doesn't have a mouth anymore, mm-hmm. who re- recoils in terror and just goes, Ooh, you know, because he can't speak. Um, you know, super scary. Yeah. Uh, shit. He's also created, uh, Britney Spears, his head on the body of a Dalmatian. Yeah. I mean. You know, he's a teenager. That's kind of what teens are into. So, <laughs> yeah, just you know. Dalmatian, you know, Britney Spears centaur. Sure. Overdrive yeah. uh, <laughs> going on here. And that's, uh, and that's the reason see... she can't control her money till today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Dogs can't count money. Dogs can't open a bank account. Um, have you ever seen uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Yeah. The 70s version mm-hmm. where the guy, uh, the, the homeless guy gets his head on a dog's body. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks just like this. Just like this. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Yeah. Great. Um, But he's basically doing all this shit to the town. He's like, you know, eventually I see a spy helicopter. They know about me. Um, They're going to send in ecstatics. Yeah. You know, this is the kind of thing that only ecstatics can handle. I'm going to be able to confront them about killing Edie. Uh, Meanwhile, Um, ecstatics is in the middle of a civil war because um, Venus de Milo, who has teleportation powers, hasn't quite you know, really nailed this just yet. So she teleports them right in the middle of a war zone. So they have to, uh, so guy has to like run her down a little bit. And Tyke is like, Hey, yo, like Edie used to do this shit all the time. And he never said a word to her. So why are you saying this to Venus de Milo? Um, and yeah, then, and then yeah, it's yeah. time for a bunch of fight scenes. Yep. Uh, during which, uh, he actually hallucinates Edie's face on the dead girl. Again, it keeps happening. Like people around him, uh, kind of kind of morphing into her. Um, you know, he says, this is another piece of sanity gone in the civil war that's going on in my head. Um, you know, uh, the anarchist like is, is posturing here, you know, uh, at one point Miles says, is this mission covered by the Geneva Con- conventions? And he's like the Geneva, what, uh, as he throws a bunch of sweat, um, there's the team is falling apart. Like he shouts to uh, Billy Bob, Billy Bob tries to get fat and he can't, um, you know, he's basically, oh, it's just a phase. Like it's be obviously like a little bit of a joke or like a, you can't get it up. Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then so we, and we go back, we, we kind of, as we, as they're going through this fight scene, it zooms out and we see like somebody watching this on a TV and it's, um, Sullivan or Solomon, Solomon or Sullivan. Um, boy, I'm going to get that wrong like 45 times in this podcast, <laughs> uh, specifically watching Venus de Milo and being like, Hey, I have a contract with her. Like get me my worst, my, the lawyer that looks like a starving timber wolf with rabies. Uh, and we're going to go at, we're going to sue them basically. Yep. Uh, that's Sharon Ginsburg, mm-hmm. um, who we're going to be introduced to soon. Um, the team, we go back to the team. They've beat all the terrorists, uh, but there's a dirty bomb, uh, there that they think is about to go off. Um, they're about to teleport out, uh, but there are too many civilians here. So guy tells Venus just to take it. Um, Tyke is like, that's crazy. You know, this is, this is a nuke. She's going to die. He's like, no, that's the job. Which is, she's supposed to do this, which Uh, is ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Um, I love this thing with, uh, Tyke's like, I'm going to go with her. And he grabs him by the back of his pants. 
This little frame where he's holding oh, onto Tyke's underwear. This thing that just lives in my mind since I saw it for the first time. Yes. Like it's just really <laughs> hilarious that he, like he's about to give him a wedgie, yeah. and that I think that is fucking hilarious. yeah. yeah. Like what was a, what does a superhero wedgie look like? Totally a super wedgie. Mm-hmm. Um, yo, he punches him, and Tyke at this point says like, "Yeah, do it. You know, throw that weird martial arts shit at me. You know, why aren't you doing that? That's what we do. We fight each other. We fight and get bloodied up, and we feel better. You know, he's still trying to uh, and." a uh, guy calls him out on this like you feel guilty about ed dying you want me to punish you for it um you know you can't just drink yourself to death you want this to happen don't expect me to do your dirty work for you um as they're having this fight uh venus de milo teleports back and she's soaked with water and she's shaky yeah and she like um, loses control and explodes like she's you know she's kind of freaked out and like blows everybody away from her um in this weird like wave energy kind of thing which is kind of strange and like mm-hmm. like what the fuck is going on with this girl right like what the hell is going on mm-hmm. um we we come back to you know everybody teleported out um everybody's hanging around the thing i love uh guy smith wearing the suit they just draw it as all like solid black yeah um i think this is really like a, a sharp look all of the um, fashion in the, this in these scenes in particular are really good. Like I'm kind of digging what Dead Girl's doing with the weird halter top and like yeah, yeah. pants and stuff. Like it's it's a cool there, there's cool designs happening here. Yeah, good fashion. Um, they're discussing uh, fat, you know, and he's basically saying, uh, you know, uh, we believe that your your inability to access your powers is because you're denying your your true self. Uh, you know, with it with his homophobia, guys overhears him and is like, yeah, that's basically it. You know, that's the same thing that happened with Edie. She can use her teleportation powers until she acknowledges her daughter. Uh, Tyke tries to apologize and Guy doesn't accept it. Um, And he's like, I'm, you know, that this is fine. I'm not going to be waiting for him when he comes back. Yeah. You know, uh, he goes into Venus's room where her skin is hanging on the fucking corner of her bed. This is so creepy. (laughs) Every morning there's a Venus hanging on the corner of my four post bed. Um, this is super creepy. All right, where Tom, she wait. Is just this, like, it down a little bit, all right? <laughs> that's, 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 that's Sugar Ray, man. <laughs> Tom Waits. Uh, <laughs> Tom Waits did it originally. Sugar Ray was the cover. <laughs> that's That would be incredible if that were true. Every morning there's a halo hanging from the corner of my four-post bed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I took my last cigarette. <laughs> um... Uh, but this is incredible uh like she takes off her suit and then she lives in this like egg this dialysis machine that cleans between her molecules that professor xavier invented fucking Um, outstanding just out absolutely outstanding so weird like that's so cool i bet you that feels good Dude, you know, I mean, like, I I feel dirty just thinking about somebody getting this clean, right? Like, I've never been this clean yeah, in my yeah. entire life since I came out of the womb. I've been <laughs> filthy now. That's yeah. how I'm. Into- <laughs> this is what it's like to live without original sin. Exactly. Yeah. Um. The the uh. So he asked her out for dinner. Uh. Basically, you know, she explains what happened. Uh. It was the bends. Like she went down to the bottom of the ocean, came back up too quick, so she was uh you know pressurized. Um. They go out to dinner. Um, we see uh, Tyke and Dead Girl hanging out where Tyke is basically quitting. He's like, I'm through with this shit. Like, I'm going to make my own name. Here, watch. Let me show you how this country works. Uh, he smashes this jewelry store window and goes, you think the cops are going to called? Let's cut to 10 minutes later. <laughs> and then it cuts to 10 minutes later as they're congratulating him. 
uh, because it's good publicity. Yeah, he's he's welcome to smash into our store anytime. <laughs> like it's yeah. a bit bonkers. Um, I love that meta. You know. Yeah, and he says like, yeah. "What do you, what about you? Like, do you want to live a little? Like, do you want to go a little crazy?" And we cut over to um, Venus and Guy at dinner. And it's just people uh, like taking pictures and then they start throwing eggs because all of these Edie fans are like, you know, you're, you're a slut and a horse for stealing guy and all of this stuff. And, you know, Venus and Milo is, is not prepared for this. And she kind of calls guy out on this. It's like, you knew this was going to happen. Like, why did you put me in this situation without any forewarning? And like, you're not like, we don't have to be a couple. Like I'm not, I wanted to go out to dinner with you because you're the leader of the team. Like, not because I, yeah. I'm, I'm attracted to you. Like, what do you, how arrogant are you basically? Um, yeah. Really good stuff here. Yeah. Like, and, and she's, she's right. Absolutely. Cause he's, he's being a shit. Yeah. You know, him just being like, well, this is somehow how it is. And it's like, you don't have to warn me off you, <laughs> you know, like what is your assumption here? Um, they get interrupted here by uh spike, uh, who says like, look, uh, Look what O Force is going to be do. Here's this this town and this mutant kid named Arnie. Um, Mister Sense recognizes that. That's you know he's been having these audio hallucinations of him. And Spike reveals like, yeah, you know the Sullivan thought that he was getting special intel. It was actually one of my contacts. Um, I fed him this bum gig, you know, because rule number one is you never go against a kid. Yeah. Um, you know this is this is going to be horrible for O Force. Um, which we're going to see in the next issue. Um, the issue ends as uh, Sharon Ginsburg comes in and uh, says that uh, Venus DeMilo cannot be on the team. Yep. Um, has like a cease and desist. Um, so over the course of this arc, like it's going to be, you know, the various members of the team getting kind of, you know, gerrymandered out of it or quitting or anything and then having to be brought back together yep. for this big threat. Um, looking forward to the conclusion of this arc a whole lot because I like I like all of the places that it goes. I think it's super interesting. Um, this has just mm-hmm. been like I, I, I know I say this at the end of like every single episode we record now, but like this is just so good. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's just so easy to read. Like it's it's relatable characters. It's they're doing interesting things. Like it's not typical superhero stuff, and it's 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 not even like you know specifically making fun of that, which I think is a trap that you know your your frank millers can get into Garthenis. yeah yeah frank miller Gar- Garthenis Gar- and stuff. Garthenis, yeah like it's not like it's people that genuinely like superhero stories writing superhero stories that just aren't act like aren't the normal superhero stories and i think that's a really important thing one of, one of the things yeah absolutely one of the things that i like about it is it feels like similar to approaches that we've taken on the network for things like i think that peter milligan recognizes what is funny and dumb about superhero stories but still likes them. So it reminds me of like our tack towards the animated series or something, you know, where it's like, yeah, we're going to make fun of this, but also there's genuine affection there. Yeah. So he, he has real characters. He has genuine affection, but he's also like, yeah, it's silly that like in this world, there wouldn't be Wolverine t-shirts because of course there would be, you know, what would that be like? Oh, there would be people who take advantage of this uh just for fame there would be reality shows about this like opening the door that uh grant morrison opened by having like mutant town and having this expansion of, of mutants really does mean that there would be this this greater culture um and i you know i i love that about it i also love that it is real kind of like x-men stories that deal with all this shit but have no um it's freed from like the fetters of continuity mm-hmm. you know like if the X-Men are going to do this story about this kid, like this Arnie kid, they wouldn't be able to do it like this. Like they could do the story like that ultimate X-Men where Wolverine just goes and, you know, kills the kid. 
but it wouldn't be this like what's going to happen with him where O Force goes in and gets slaughtered and has their own little boys or us massacre, you know, and we're just innocents. Like I feel like the X Men wouldn't do that, you know. They would try to prevent that first, or like it would be a lot of like Cyclops kind of angsting about how that was his fault, you know, or you know things like that. It would be more serious than this ends up being. Like plot elements and ecstatics like kind of do their job and get out, yeah, in a way that I really appreciate. Like once you can kind of vibe to the heightened uh, kind of reality and the kind of detached, detached element of it, then like it's very efficient. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, more so than, than even like new X-Men, which I loved. Right. But th- this is more efficient, like, because it is so self-contained. Um, I don't, I don't think Peter, I don't think Peter Bill- Milligan's like a better writer than Grant Morrison, but I do think that it's like, it just, it does go down way smoother. I mean, for as much as New X-Men kind of set itself apart from the the X-Men canon, it was still very much a celebration of that. Whereas this feels like, no, we are going to go in totally new territory. Like, we, we are going to go mm-hmm. in this completely different direction. And if this comic universe, if 6116 wants to ch- follow us down this path, like, they're more than welcome to. But we're not beholden to any of the bullshit that you guys have been doing besides, you know randomly mentioning professor x wants to make us fuck suits um so like yeah and i think that, yeah. that <laughs> i think that that you know that's like it's just and it's so refreshing to do that and it's something that marvel you know doesn't really allow a whole lot it reminds me a lot of reading um like those first few trades of runaways where it was like here's this mm-hmm. like fresh take on what it on what the what the comic books are what what they can be and even that book like later got mired in fucking marvel bullshit right like it just kind of became a, a samey book um, or is this just feels totally new and fresh, like every single issue. So I'm all into it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's a really good comic. It still remains one of my favorite comics. Yeah. So, um, we do have some kind of like less good arcs coming at some point. Yeah. Um, it's been pretty much all killer at this point, but there are a couple things that feel a little fillery. Um, they're still fun, but, uh, these first two arcs of the new run and the last arc are just like absolutely great. Um, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Um, we'll be back in a couple days or two weeks, depending on how much you love us. Uh, if you patronize us two weeks, if you don't a couple days, <laughs> that seems like a bad deal when you say it that way, gear, <laughs> I, I know, but it's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it does make it sound like a bad deal though. Um, you should patronize us though. Cause it's great. It is. Get episodes early, access to the Slack, mm-hmm. and you support your, support your boys. Yeah. Support all of us. Um, and it does support a, a bunch of folks. So we we really appreciate uh, every single person that does that now. You can also tell your friends. Um, we're going to be raising money for charity um, and doing some fun streams for DuckStream this year sometime in December. Um, me and Gary will be covering the New Mutants, the, uh, the finally released X-Men movie, the last X-Men movie. <laughs> yeah uh, the fox is doing at least yeah. the end of an era uh what a mixed bag <laughs> dude what a uh, what a handful of movies <laughs> you, you know it'd be a fun uh live episode thing to do for like would be to rank them yeah absolutely you, you want to do that at some point like i feel like that's a that's a good i could i could low, I could rank locale content yeah thing. yeah like i mean especially because i don't i wouldn't feel the need to want to rewatch any of those to to rank them like oh no 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 like part of the doing for the show has been i've been able to say goodbye yeah like I have definitely said goodbye to X-Men origins, the Wolverine, unless you were talking about uh, watching all of the movies live with an audience and then ranking them afterwards, in which case a hundred percent down that would very much like that. Like, like, like this, like 28 hour film fest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like uh, that we do yeah, not have the rights to. That we're <laughs> yep. And uh, could not sell tickets to. No, absolutely not. And like watching all those in order is be fucking amazing. 
Um, there are ones I will watch again for sure. Like it's like I'm. It's not like I'll never watch Logan again. Yeah. But um, I actually yeah, really need to watch Logan uh, again because I, I have not seen it as much as I, as I want to. We should just cover it again. Well, fuck it. Let's do another episode. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> well, there's also that uh, connection to uh, New Mutants. And did you notice that? Uh, I, I, they talk about Professor X a lot. I don't. I don't remember seeing a specific. Did they mention something about like the uh, event or the X Men or something? No. The um, some of the visions that uh the that moonstar have oh okay. are actually clips from logan oh okay okay well i wasn't i must not yeah. have been paying attention very good so yeah it's real weird like it's not uh it doesn't really go anywhere it's just like it's like oh shit weird and in the end during the uh the credits it confirmed it like you know logan on loan from from us fucking from Fox. absolutely hilarious to me that that movie is 90 minutes long and like had so much cut out of it and then they still put up clips from a different movie in it like and i know it's just, <laughs> i know it's just like a setting a vibe or whatever like right like it's 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 probably just real easy yeah. kind of a cool like uh not cameo but like a cool little easter egg for people in the know but like hilarious to me that like two of those 90 minutes were probably from another movie fucking great yeah 95 percent original content yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> But anyway, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, We'll be back in a couple of weeks or a couple of days, depending on how much money you've paid Gary Butterfield. And we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.